This podcast is brought to you by Parallel, the first and only OBGYN-founded prenatal vitamin with targeted nutrients for each stage of motherhood. Most prenatals treat pregnancy with a one-size-fits-all approach, but your body changes throughout each trimester and so do your nutritional needs. I took Parallel throughout my entire first trimester and just graduated to the second trimester pack. Their second trimester pack has everything you need to support your baby's skeletal growth while easing muscle cramps with additional calcium and magnesium, added omegas, and of course, a full spectrum prenatal vitamin. So wherever you are in your pregnancy journey, check out ParallelHealth.com. They are offering a special 20% discount just for this audience. So use code BIGKID20 for 20% off your first month. That's ParallelHealth.com and use code BIGKID20 for 20% off. Hi everyone, welcome to week 15 of pregnancy. We are cruising into the second trimester right now. Hopefully those awful first trimester feelings are gone. You should hopefully be feeling much, much better and enjoying some smooth sailing this week. I mean, that wasn't my experience, but I hope that for you. (laughs) Um, So this week for me, I mean, it was a rough week in the Hall household. Uh, Me, my husband and my dog were all sick this week. Um, And I know that's not fair because that's going to be very, you know, just just related to me and and not to you guys. Um, But I even like debated talking about this on the podcast. But my husband and I both tested positive for COVID this week. Not fun. Um, Not fun ever. But especially as a pregnant lady, I was freaking out. So what happened was, I mean, I basically have been housebound the entire time that I've been pregnant. And of course, week 14, feeling a little bit better. I had a friend in town who's vaccinated. I and my husband are vaccinated. We hung out with her and her uh, boyfriend who's vaccinated. Everyone's fine. Everyone's healthy. There's no signs of anything wrong. And then two days later, she texted me that they had started feeling bad and then tested positive for COVID. Sure enough, Brandon and I, I thought I was getting like a cold because the weather is changing here in Nashville. Um, And we tested and we were positive for COVID. So, I mean, I, my initial response was panic just because I don't know what this means or I did not know what this meant for somebody who's pregnant. My initial thought was, oh my God, what is this going to do to the baby? Am I going to lose the baby? Like this is, it was, it was really, really scary. So I called my doctor right away and my doctor immediately put my fears um, to rest 
you know, she was not scared at all. She's like, honestly, we've had tons of patients get COVID. They've all delivered healthy babies. There's not much to worry about. She's She was actually more concerned for me. She's like, it's just a little bit rougher uh, for a pregnant woman going through COVID because you can't really take a lot of stuff to soothe the symptoms that you would if you weren't pregnant. So she was more concerned um, for me in that sense. Um and again, uh, that's I, I should mention, like, I don't have any like preconsisting conditions that might be it might be a different call if you do. Uh, but that did put me at ease. And yeah, I mean, it was just it was not fun. I'm not going to lie. I, I've been told that since we're vaccinated, it's supposed to be a lot easier. It was still pretty rough. I mean, I had three days where I was very sick. They do say if you're pregnant with covid, one one thing to look out for is like a fever because for the same reason that you don't want to like go into saunas or jacuzzis when you're pregnant, you don't want your body temperature to rise for too long because it is um, bad for baby. So she did have me take like I was taking I've been taking Tylenol every day, just like managing, um, you know, making sure you don't I didn't get a fever. And I, I had a thermometer. I checked. I, I felt like I had a fever for a lot of it. I didn't. Um, but that is something to, to watch out for. And then breathing is another thing for pregnant women. So it's already, I guess, more of a challenge to breathe uh, when you're pregnant because um, it's a little bit more crowded in your torso. So that's another thing that she told me to look out for. She's like, if you have any trouble breathing to go to the hospital. Uh, one thing I did hear about having COVID while you're pregnant, um, that is actually, I like to think of it as a silver lining, as there are studies now that say that, like, if you are, um, if you are pregnant with COVID, um, you can pass those antibodies to your unborn baby, which can actually be pretty beneficial for them. That way they're born with um, some antibodies already. Um, which is great because in their first six months of life, their immune system isn't totally up and running. So that was one positive piece of information, I'd like to say, uh, that made me feel a lot better. Um, so yeah, that was, that was my week. Um, I'm telling you this only because it really did make me feel better to hear, you know, that my doctor had patients that had went through this. I talked to a couple of friends. They're like, Oh, I, like I have friends that are, were pregnant with COVID. It, it did help me to hear that this happened to other people. So if I can be that person for you that has been through this and will help you not panic if it, God forbid, happens to you, I'm happy to I'm happy to play that role. But anyway, yeah, that was my week, which which sucks because week 15 is actually supposed to be amazing. Um, when I opened up all my little pregnancy apps this week, it's like you're in the golden era of pregnancy. Like you're not too big and uncomfortable. You've got your energy back. You're out of the first trimester. And I was just like literally on the couch all day with like a massive headache and sinus pressure. But anyway, feeling much better now. Bad three days. The rest of it feels like a bad cold. I'm on the mend. Um, I've now like I'm seven days in. So I've got a couple more days of quarantine and, and then should be good to go. Uh, but we should talk about like the real symptoms of week 15, the normal symptoms, stuff that you guys could be going through, uh, at week 15. Okay. So one of the first things I read on my little apps this week 
is that you could be feeling you could be feeling pretty sexy this week. So along with increased energy, your sex drive could be surging too. Um, jealous because this definitely didn't happen while I had COVID. Uh, but one thing that they mentioned though is that your partner might not be feeling as frisky, and that's normal because it can be a little bit weird uh, if you're the if you're the partner in this situation. It, it's it's kind of normal for them to be a little freaked out that there's a baby in between you. I guess that's a, that's something that a lot of people report. Um, I, I wouldn't know. I mean, Brandon had COVID too. We were both pretty miserable together. So he wasn't exactly like chopping at the bit. But I have noticed, I mean, before we got sick, he, like I've, I've, I've put on the moves a little bit here and there and they weren't super well received. So I'm going to report back. I'm going to try... I'm going to try again when um when we're not coughing and sneezing on each other. But I, I get how that could be a weird thing um, for your partner. But hopefully those of you out there are feeling sexy and, and getting some this week. I hope that for you. Another symptom is shortness of breath. So I mentioned it earlier. It's getting a little bit crowded in your torso, which makes it a little bit harder for your lungs to fully expand. And that's why you might be experiencing some shortness of breath. I have definitely noticed this. Like I'll take my dog for a walk around the block and I'm like <sighs> on the way back, just like huffing and puffing, which is sad because I still feel like we're pretty early on and it's only going to get worse. Um, another symptom is heartburn, gas and indigestion. So again, these are all thanks to hormones. This is a time you may want to stock up on some antacids, which are mostly pregnancy safe. Um, my rule of thumb with like any form of medication at this point, pretty much anything like foods, all of that, like is just to Google it. Like I'm, I'm always just, if I have a question about an antacid or uh, Tylenol, I will just Google it to make sure it's safe. Um, and that's been working for me so far, but those antacids usually have calcium in them too, which is, which is good for us pregos. It's a win-win. Um, some weird symptoms that you might be facing this week. So nosebleeds came up, uh, which is kind of weird. And this is obviously not a super fun symptom, but it's thanks to the combo of increased blood volume and sensitive nasal passages. I definitely have some sensitive nasal passages this week, but that's probably due to other things. Uh, but if you're getting nosebleeds, that's why. Another weird one is swollen gums. So your gums are just more sensitive when you're pregnant. So the suggestion is to floss gently and keep up with your oral hygiene. Actually, I have read a couple of things about oral hygiene. We're going to talk about it when we get to our tips and tip, our tips and tricks section this week. So let's, let's table that for now. Um, what's going on with baby at week 15? So baby is as big as a navel orange this week pretty crazy. They're about four inches long and weigh about two and a half ounces. Um, I thought this was kind of interesting. If it's a girl, her ovaries are fully formed at this point and are making their trek from the abdomen into the pelvis and hundreds of thousands of eggs are developing within those ovaries, which if you think about it, those are actually your future grandchildren. So 
that's kind of wild. Like your future grandbabies are already being developed. And if your baby is a boy, his testes are now fully formed in there as well. Uh, babies also move in a lot these days. So they're kicking, they're curling their toes, moving those little arms and legs. But because they only weigh a couple of ounces, you probably won't feel that fetal movement just yet. Um, but in the next couple of weeks, you may you may start to feel some feel some things. I'm very excited for that. I mean, my husband, like at night, will just like always rest his hand on my stomach, like waiting for a kick or something. I'm like, I think I think we've got a while to go. But um, I, I, I can't wait to see what that's like. It's going to be so weird. Okay, so our tips and to-dos for this week, week 15. So going back to that gum stuff, if your gums are bleeding a lot or if your teeth feel loose, that could be due to hormone fluctuations. So it's recommended to schedule a dental checkup. Uh, You really want to keep on top of your dental cleanings while you're pregnant because apparently um, gingivitis can progress to an infection of the bones and tissues supporting your teeth called periodontis. And research has shown a link between periodontist and premature labor and preeclampsia. So not great things. You definitely want to avoid those if you can. Uh, And your teeth are a little bit more sensitive right now. So just make sure you're taking care of them. Uh, This is another tip for the week is to start sleeping on your side. So this is interesting, but at week 15, baby is getting big enough to put pressure on your inferior vena cava blood vessel uh, when you're on your back. So it's recommended to start sleeping on your side. So preferably actually your left side for better blood circulation. So lucky for me, I'm already a side sleeper. Um, I usually sleep on my side or stomach, but stomach has obviously been getting a little bit uncomfortable. But if you're normally a back sleeper, if this is like a big change for you, if you're having trouble getting cozy uh, on sleeping on your side, a good tip is to get a pregnancy pillow. So I don't have one of those yet, but one of my girlfriends was already telling me she's going to send me her pregnancy pillow and that she loves it. So when I test that out, I'll, I'll let you guys know. I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you know what I'm thinking about that. But that's apparently supposed to be really, really helpful. And then one last thing, since you may be exercising a little bit more now that you have more energy, a good tip is to snack before exercise so you replace the calories you burn. So, you know, 30 minutes before you exercise, you might want to hit the fridge for a light snack and a drink and then follow up your workout with an encore snack. I'm here for this workout advice, okay? Like, I think it's actually kind of nice as somebody who's like, you know, worked out and and been very conscious of like, you know, keeping my weight and look healthy and all of this stuff. It's really nice to like still work out and not worry about like the food piece. Like I love that we can just snack away and it's encouraged. All right. That is all for this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to hit those five stars on iTunes. Maybe share this podcast on social or send it to a friend you think might like it. You can also connect with me on social at Big Kid Problems or on my personal Instagram at Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. I would love to hear how your pregnancy is going. Um, if any of you have had COVID while pregnant, slide into my DMs. Let me know. Um, I think it'll make me feel better. Uh, Hopefully I've made some of you feel better who have experienced it too. We're in this together, guys. 
in the meantime, I will see you guys back here next week for week 16 updates. And until then, thank you for bumping along with me. Say